Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, baseball fans. How you doing? Man, oh man. What an exciting weekend of baseball we had. What an exciting week of baseball we had. The Cincinnati Reds on absolute fire this week. Ellie Day Crew. Ellie, my goodness, I can't even talk right now because th- th- this guy is absolutely amazing. With the cycle this past week, unbelievable. The Reds Braves series this weekend was awesome. The Giants continue to play well. The Mets. The Angels, my goodness, they just, I I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Let's get to it. fans how you doing who do we got here in the chat almost 130 of you here in the chat with me what's going on everyone how you doing welcome to power rankings i appreciate you stopping by as always who do we got here we brought we got brian in here we got banana butt what what a name that is my goodness welcome welcome how you doing gunner how you doing pierce gilbert how you doing mike popcorn porter hello we got Chris, we got Athletics 510, one of our members, uh, CB, hey man, hey man, how you doing? Hello, hello, Luke, how you doing? Calvin Quinn, what's going on, my friend, how you doing? Uh, we got Bre- Breadsticks has returned, hello, my friend, David Kadingo Jr., how you doing? Nicholas, one of our moderators, is here, thank you so much, Nicholas, as always. Uh, SoundFX09, one of our longtime members, SoundFX09, man. I know you're feeling pretty hyped right now. Stay tuned until the end. I don't know. Am I going to have the Braves at number one? Am I going to have the Rays at number one? Who are we going to have at number one? I don't know. It says in the title, new number one team. There's a question mark. There is a question mark. So don't call it clickbait. Don't call it clickbait because there is a question mark. There is a question mark. Um, How are we doing, everyone? Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Uh, an, An exciting week. Of baseball this week. Not for me, really. My Red Sox, you know, I don't know what to say. My Red Sox are, you know, they look like a playoff team one day, and then the next day they just look like they're a below 500 team. I don't know what to say about this Red Sox team. They they get 
cold and then they get hot and then they get cold and then they get hot. I don't know what to say. You had the Twins and the White Sox this week and you just you, you couldn't take advantage. I don't know what to say. Um, but uh, the Reds Braves, uh, that was the series a lot of people had uh, circled for this weekend. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, that guy is... <laughs> I couldn't even say his name in the title because, like, it, that guy has just been absolutely crazy. Um, hitting for the cycle. That dude might be the fastest man on the planet. I'm not even kidding. I mean, you know, it's amazing watching him run around the bases. And when he got that triple the other night, I'm like, holy crap. This guy is insane. He's beating out throws to first base. I don't know what else to say. Reds fans, I know you're hyped. I know you're hyped, um, but that was an awesome series. You know, the Reds, you know, they fought hard in that one. Braves ended up walking away with the series win. The Mets, I mean, what else is there to say about the Mets? I don't know what else there is to say. I mean, you were on your way to a series win. You were looking like you were going to get some momentum going into this week, and just the biggest, the implosion of all implosions I mean, is that the right word to be using this week with the, I'm so sorry, with the, with the Titanic, with the, the submarine? Oh, not the great, not the, not the greatest choice of words. I promise you I did not plan that. I did not, I did not plan it. Uh, but they absolutely just choked the game away. I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. They, crazy. I'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, the Giants, they've been playing fantastic lately. The Dodgers are getting it back together a little bit. Um just a good week of baseball. We got we got some movement here in the power rankings tonight. There's definitely a not I want to say a big shakeup like we had last week, but we got some movement. We got some teams going up. We got some teams going down in the top five, in the top ten, and then throughout the rest of the power rankings. And uh, it's going to be fun. Here we go. We got a couple of super chats here before I get to everything. Let me just get these super chats. Or is it just one Just one super chat here from Brian Trujillo? How you doing? Uh, Giants in the top 10 playing great ball, no doubt. Oh, yeah, the Giants, I had them in the top 10 last week. Um, you know, I've been saying about the Giants now for the, over the past month. I was saying, you know, there's some, there's some underlying numbers with the Giants. It was kind of like... I was sort of wondering if they were going to wake up at some point and they were going to go on some kind of a run or if they were going to kind of just still sit back, kind of like how the Mariners are, like the Padres, like these good teams, and they're not waking up. The Giants, I wasn't sure what they were going to be. I, I did a video on the Giants this past week, everyone. If you didn't see, I posted that on Friday. I, I know we got a new, a lot of new subscribers from that video, so thank you for joining us uh, if you are new from that video. Uh, but the Giants, I was kind of not really sure what they were going to be this year. And here they are. Here they are. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But um, enough of me rambling. Enough of me. R- oh, we got a super chat coming in. Matthew, how you doing, my friend? What's up, Rob? How you doing? Uh, what do you think the Padres problem is? Is it A.J. Preller? Is it Bob Melvin? Is it the hitting coach? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, you, you, you kind of beat me to the punch here because I was going to talk about this with the Padres. Um I really think it's a couple of different things. I, I really think the Padres, I think that I'm going to talk more about it when I get to the Padres, but I think they're going to wake up soon here, my friend. I think they're going to, I'm still waiting for it. There's, there's advanced numbers that look good with them. I think you just need to hang on. I know it's frustrating. Will they wake up? I'm not sure. I don't have the answer to that, but will they, will they get it going? I don't know. But they could, because there are some numbers that show it. So, 
we uh we will talk about that in just a little bit matthew thank you for the super chat we are just approaching 200 people uh i just want to go over tonight's sponsors that way i can just get them out of the way and we can just do the power rankings i have been doing the sponsor about halfway through the show um i'm gonna just do it now just so it's out of the way and it's just done and no one has to deal with listening to it so um here we go everyone let me just go over our sponsor for tonight it is so rare MLB. I rave about it all the time. It's my new favorite way to play fantasy baseball. For this past week, um, I entered a tournament for this week. Let's share the screen. And uh, I'll tell you, my team was not looking very good. I was like near the bottom of this. And Trey Turner absolutely woke up this week, gave me 62 points. Massive week for him. Um, you know, not the best week overall, but it's way better than what I was doing. So what this game is, you're collecting cards, you're collecting digital cards, and these teams or these players will make up your team and you can compete in tournaments against people all around the world. So in this tournament, there's 28,000 people this past week. You can collect different types of cards. The better the cards you can collect, the different kinds of tournaments you can enter, and then the better the prizes you can win. Uh, it's been really fun playing this. It's just a different way to play fantasy baseball. So uh, click on the link in the description down below. It's completely free to get started. I've been having a blast with it. Go have yourself a blast as well. Here we go, everyone. That's the sponsor for tonight's show. Uh, let's get to it here. I'm not going to waste any more time. I know you're all waiting for the power rankings. You've been patient. And here we go. Um, okay. I got the music on. Music's ready. Here we go. Okay. All righty. Starting at number 30. Number 30, as always. There's no surprise here. I'm sticking with the Oakland A's. Uh, they're 1-9 in their last 10. One bright spot about the A's. They got a 2.78 FIP with their starting pitching over the last seven days. Does that mean we're going to be seeing some good starting pitching moving forward from the A's? I don't know. But the ERA doesn't look great with the A's lately. But the FIP has been looking pretty decent. Got to say something positive about the A's. There's not a whole lot of positivity in Oakland right now. Coming in at number 29, I got the Kansas City Royals. Uh, not much going on. They did pull off a split with the Rays, though. Uh, they lost two out of three of the Tigers as well. Uh, Daniel Lynch, he looked pretty good today. Went into the sixth inning against the Rays. Uh, yeah, nothing really going on with Kansas City, though. It's just kind of, you know, a bummer of a year. Honestly, the A's have been so bad. It's been kind of hiding how bad the Royals are this year I mentioned that last week so Kansas City hoping to see a little bit better play in the coming weeks um at number 27 or no I'm at number 28 sorry uh well that's the wrong button well there you go number 25 I got the Chicago White Sox at number 28 I got the Rockies uh hey you know what with the Rockies uh, hey they actually did something historic this past weekend. Now, everyone was just laughing it up about the Rockies on Saturday, giving up 23 runs to the Angels. The Angels absolutely decimated them. However, the Rockies went on to win the series, and they were the second team ever in Major League Baseball history to win a series despite having a negative 20 run differential in the series. Like, 
That's pretty insane when you think about it. I, I, I don't know how these people find these stats. Like, I, I got to give credit to those people, man, because that's uh, pretty nuts that these people can find these stats. It's the first time since 1897 that that happened when a team won a series despite scoring or having a negative 20 run differential. I mean, you know, we all want to talk about the Mets, you know, LOL Mets, you know. But the Angels, it's like they, they just, I don't know what it is. Like the Angels, they just keep finding a way for you to just make fun of them every single year. And they found another way. Um, they did trade Mike Moustakis to the Angels. So that was a bit of a move there. Uh, Mike Moustakis. <laughs> I remember when I first saw it. Because Mike Moustakis was a name at one point, And he's been kind of just trying to find his way over the last few years. And then you saw the trade. And you're like, oh, Mike Moustakis. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, he's being traded. Oh, wait, I forgot. Mike Moustakis isn't really as good as he was back a few years ago. Um, but, hey, the Angels, they've been having injuries. I'll talk about the Angels here in a little bit. But Mike Moustakis going to L.A. At number 27, at number 27, we got the Detroit Tigers. Um, you know, the Detroit Tigers, there's actually a couple of good things to say here. They're still in, like, this sort of this weird place. I mean, if I were to take a look at the standings right now, they're still five and a half out in this division. It's not completely impossible to get back into this, but um, they've won two out of three against the Royals this week, but then they lost two out of three to the Twins. Over the last seven games, uh, the starting pitching, 3.10 ERA over the last seven. And actually, over the last seven games, the bullpen is number one overall. So, hey, give it up for the Tigers' bullpen. They've been pitching their heinies off. My goodness. Uh, at number 26, at number 26, we got the Washington Nationals. Not a whole lot to say here. Three and seven in their last 10. They lost two out of three to the Cardinals this week, but they did win two out of three against the Padres. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Uh, Mackenzie Gore sets, uh, made some history today. First pitcher in franchise history in Washington Nationals history to fir uh, to strike out the first six batters. You'd think someone else had done that. You probably thought Max Scherzer did it at some point. No, Mackenzie Gore, first ever to do it. Uh, but that's what I have for the Washington Nationals. I already have the White Sox here at number 25. Uh, they lost two out of three to the Rangers. And then, I mean, I don't get it. Like uh, It's like my Red Sox. Like, how? What are we doing? I don't know what to say. Like it just baffles me with this red. It, I'm talking more about the Red Sox right now, but man, the White Sox, like you know, got off to a bad start this week, and then they they still take it to my Red Sox. I don't know. Um, over the last seven games, the offense is 25th overall. But Luis Robert, this guy has been great. Uh, he ranks up there when it comes to Fangraph WAR. He's in the top 15 today. He went three for four, two home runs. Luis Robert's awesome. I'm gonna say this too. I don't know what was going on this past week. I don't know what was happening, but uh, people were like coming up with Luis Robert trades. And I'm like, why? Like what? Like Luis Roberts are like the Red Sox. And I'm like, why are these Red Sox fans coming up with Luis Robert trades? Why would the White Sox trade him? It makes no sense. A young player, one of the best players in baseball right now. Why? And then you have him under control, I believe, until 2027, if my memory serves me correctly. He has an AAV of right around $8 million per year. 
I don't know, man. I, the people on Twitter, man, they uh, they are interesting. Um, yeah, Luis Robert is not getting traded. Absolutely not. But um, the starting pitching has actually been pretty good for the White Sox. Six overall over the last seven. Lance Lynn, Giolito, Cease, they pitched well last week. Um, hey, you know, the White Sox, like, you know, we're just talking about the Central Division. The Tigers right now, five and a half out. White Sox, six out. It's like, you know, I'm starting to wonder, everyone. You know, everyone's talking about how the White Sox, they're, you know, they're going to be sellers. Listen, you know, I'm I'm thinking we could end up having a busy deadline. But at this pace, I'm wondering, like, I don't know. Are the White Sox really going to sell? Or, like, are they going to really just keep going for it? In that division, you're six out. It's not impossible by any means. And they got talent. Again, we're going to have to wait and see as we get closer to the deadline. We still got over a month, but I don't know, man. The White Sox, they just keep hanging around here. Um, moving on to number 24, we got the Mets. They moved down a couple of spots from last week. So here was the meltdown today in the eighth inning. I can't believe it. Like, this has been such... A bad year for the Mets. I'm sorry, Mets fans. I'm not trying to pile it on. I, I I just really have to emphasize it because today was like the exclamation point. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's bad. I don't know. The Mets were looking all right. They were in the eighth inning today, and the Phillies, and the Phillies ended up just. I don't even know if I want to call it a Phillies comeback, or did the did the Mets just completely give it away? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's great the Phillies, you know, really hung in there until the end. But it honestly feels like the Mets just gave the game away. You know, it's crazy. It's insane. Uh, But let's go over that eighth inning. I have it all written down here and making sure I didn't miss anything. So it started off with uh, Brett Beatty had an error when he was throwing to second base. So that got a runner on uh, or that had you already had a runner on. And then that ended up having two runners and then Brandon Marsh drew a walk to load the bases. And then they ended up hitting Kyle Schwarber. And then they hit Trey Turner. So Kyle Schwarber was hit by a pitch for the bases loaded to tie the game. And then Trey Turner hit by a pitch for the game-winning run. I mean, it wasn't a walk. I mean, it was obviously it was in New York. But uh, was it in New York today? No, wait, no. I think it was in Philly. I can't remember. Was it in Philly today? Or is it in New York? My potato brain is going blank on me. I th- oh, yeah, it was in Philly. It was in Philly. Um, yeah, it wasn't a walk-off. It was in the bottom of the eighth. Could you imagine if that was the walk-off? Oh, oh man. That would have been brutal. But, yeah, I mean, it was basically a walk-off at that point because the Mets come up in the top of the ninth and the Phillies close it out. Kimbrough got the save. Uh, the Mets have now lost 10 out of 15. Uh, they Speaking of trades, they also traded Eduardo Escobar to the Angels. The Angels, they're having some injuries, so they traded for Moustakis and Escobar. Both of those guys can play multiple positions, so I can understand why the Angels did that because they lost their Shella, Rendon. He's having some issues, so... Um, but yeah, Eduardo Escobar, he had, you know, he had a bit of a stint there with the Mets. In the end, I don't know, just something happened in the last couple of years. He just didn't have it. And so I thought Eduardo Escobar, if he had just been, this is what I think the Mets really should have done at the beginning of the year. I really think they should have just went with Brett Beatty at third base 
And I think they should have just went with Eduardo Escobar as your DH. You know, a switch hitting DH. You know, I know Escobar is not the you know the most amazing bat, and obviously you know he hasn't really been doing much. I don't know. I feel like if you kind of just maybe started him out as the DH and just had him focus on that, I feel like that would have been good. I don't know. What do I know? But anyway, the Mets stink. I don't know what else to say. It's uh, I did a video on the Mets like over a month ago to stop freaking out about the Mets. Oh, man, I'm regretting doing that video now because, I mean, I was seeing, like, some positives, you know, but right now I personally believe the chemistry on this team is not good. I they I don't know, man. There's just something going on here with this team. I don't know if it's, like, a chemistry thing. These guys are pressing hard. I don't know. I really don't know what else to say about, like, I, I at this point – these guys just don't seem together. They're not playing with confidence. I don't know if they're checked out with Buck Showalter. I don't know. You know, Showalter, you know, he was saying, to, you know, they were talking about it today where he had used, you know, some key relievers yesterday. I believe that he had used Ottavino yesterday and he had used, Ro- or no, not Robertson. It was Ottavino and uh, I don't remember who else he used yesterday. But one of the other back-end guys, I think he said Robertson was available today. Or did I don't know. I, I can't remember the quote exactly. But he basically kind of had to go with some different guys. And uh, and then one of the relievers, he hadn't, he hadn't pitched in the ninth inning. So he didn't want to go with him in the ninth inning. I don't know, man. It was, uh, it's just a mess. It's a mess. It's a, it's a mess. I feel like Showalter has kind of lost this team. I feel like. I don't know. I, I don't know what... I don't know, man. They just seemed like they were together last year. And they just don't seem like that, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, can they turn this around? Absolutely. I mean, this... The, the East is gone. They're, they're 15 out in the East. Like, that is crazy to look at. Considering they were in it until the end. La- they had the division lead. Heading into the, the you know the last week. And just, my God, another eight and a half back in the wild card. I don't know. I don't know if this team has it. I I don't know, man. I was, you know, I was talking to Wardy NYM and I, I said um, the bullpen, obviously losing Edwin Diaz was a bit of a, you know, that was a gut punch, but it really felt like, like the wind got taken out of their sails a bit, you know, coming into the year. It really felt like... They just lost that mojo, you know, like there was energy there, man. When, when that guy was coming in and getting saves last year, everyone was on their feet, man. And it just feels like you lost that energy guy for you and you lost that excitement. And when, but with Diaz too, it's not even just that, like, obviously that guy was locked down in the ninth inning and you weren't having to really rely on, you know, having guys pitching different roles, you know, Robertson has stepped up for them this year, but Robertson would have been so much better in like a seventh or eighth inning role. I just think the bullpen, they've been taxed. The starting pitching has not been good this year with the Mets. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a, it is no bueno in Queens right now. And it's not looking like it's getting any better. I don't know. Let's see if they can turn it around. At number 23, I got the new. I got the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the story of the Pirates this week were, were the City Connect jerseys, and uh, it didn't seem like many people were very fond of those jerseys. And I agree. I think PGH across the front 
was a terrible idea. You could have gone with so many other options. And you went with, like, you know, the Nationals got WSH across the front. And, you know, while that's simple, they kind of just, they did it in a better way. They executed it better. But with the Pirates, they just did it like such like a simple way. It looks like a high school baseball jersey. I don't know, man. I don't know. Pirates, but they keep on losing. They got swept by the Cubs. They lost three out of four to the Marlins. Their offense is dead last in the last two weeks. Their starting pitching is really good over the last couple of weeks. Fourth overall, but the bullpen has not been effective. 28th overall. I don't know what to say about this Pirates team, man. It's it's uh, They were looking really fun there, and they have just completely... The, the wheels have completely come off. It's not looking good. Uh, number 22, I got the Guardians. This is another team. I, I just don't know what's happening with this team you know they, they did okay this week they lost two out of three to the brewers uh they swept the a's you know i mean and you you should sweep the a's but uh they had an extra inning loss today the offense has been pretty good lately 10th overall uh jose ramirez josh naylor they've been hitting well uh bibby allen they've been pitching well gavin williams made his major league base uh major league baseball debut this past week he went five and two thirds gave up four runs you know, Gavin Williams this is a prospect that I've been waiting for. I really liked him coming out of the draft a couple of years ago. So keep an eye on Gavin Williams, you know, in, in fantasy. Hey, maybe take a chance on him. Maybe pick him up. I'm sure he'll be on the waiver wires. Uh, at number 21, at number 21, we got the Cardinals finishing out the bottom 10. Can the Cardinals, you know, they, they went to London this past weekend you know, they they had themselves a good week overall. They split with the Cubs in London, my homeland. My goodness. Uh, good to see baseball back in England yet again. Uh, the last time I watched baseball in England, the Yankees were completely pounding my Red Sox, but they also won two out of three against the Nationals. Listen, with the Cardinals, I, I keep holding out hope, but at the same time, though, when you're looking at the standings, they're eight and a half out. In this division, the wild card, I mean, they're even further out in the wild card. They're 11 and a half out. Um, their, their best hope is the division. And they still have plenty of time here, you know, but they're 13 under 500, which is crazy because their run differential, it is in the negatives, but it's not like when you look at the record and you look at the run differential, they kind of don't really go together. You know, it's crazy. The The offense this year ranks 10th overall. The starting pitching is 17th, but the bullpen is 11th. I will say this with the Cardinals. They have had a, a bit of a challenging schedule. 12th overall in strength of schedule. So that is one thing. They have run into some good teams so far this year, but... I don't know. It's just a, such a disappointment. The offense this past week was really good. Six overall. Brendan Donovan has been hitting really well. Tommy Edmonds been hitting well. Arenado, he's been having a, uh, getting a couple of home runs this past week. Uh, DeYoung with a couple of homers as well. Paul Goldschmidt's been solid. I'm not worried about this offense. Um, the starting pitching continues, for the most part, to be ineffective. Uh, Montgomery, Flaherty got wins. You know, But uh, the rotation is just... It's not going to carry you anywhere, and that's the problem, I think. Uh, bullpen had a 2.70 ERA on the pa- in the past week, so I don't know, man. This Cardinals team, we're talking about the Mets here. It's like we keep talking about it every week, but what else is there to say? It's, you know, I don't know. All right, moving on, moving on. 
that's the bottom 10. Let's move on to the next 10. Coming in at number 20, we got the Milwaukee Brewers. You all know how I feel about the Brewers this year. I say it every year. I'm not a big fan of this Brewers team, but they didn't have a bad week necessarily. They lost two out of three to the Diamondbacks. They won two out of three against the Guardians. They won an extra innings today against the Guardians. Um, the offense is just not good. It's just not a great offense, which is kind of weird because I think they have a couple of good bats in there. But Adames, William Contreras, Christian Yelich, they did all right this week. Uh, the starting pitching was okay this week. They had a 4.45 ERA in the last seven. Bullpen had an ERA of 3.05 this past week. You know, it's just kind of like, I don't know. They're just like, they're not a great team to me. They're still there, obviously. They're a half game back in the division. I'll be honest with you, though. I think the Cubs, even though the Cubs are behind them in the division, I think the Cubs are a better team. It's just not showing in the win column. Um, I actually think the Cubs, if I were to look at my numbers here, I believe... So the Cubs, they are eighth in strength of schedule, and the Brewers are 18th. So the Cubs have had a harder schedule this year. So that is something to take into account. I think the Cubs are eventually going to move past the Brewers here. Who would have thought the Reds and the Cubs? I mean, right now it is the Brewers too, but who would have thought these three teams? I mean, I think a lot of people thought the Brewers too, but who would have thought the Reds and the Cubs? Well, the Cubs, you know, I thought the Cubs could have been decent, you know, coming in, you know, because they had good players on the team. I was unsure about the starting pitching, but it's a good team with the Cubs. They just have to put it together. So look out for them. They're eight and two in their last 10. Um, oh, I'm supposed to be talking about the Brewers right now. Whoops. Talking about the Cubs. But yeah, for the Brewers, I'm just not a big fan of the team. I, I just don't think they score enough runs. I don't think they pitch all that well. It is what it is. Uh, at number 19, we got the Seattle Mariners, an another disappointing team, the Seattle Mariners. Like they lost both their series this week. So they dropped down a little bit here. Uh, from last week, I believe they dropped down. Let me just double check that. Last week, I had the Mariners at uh, number 18. So they dropped down to number 19 this week. Um, uh, great pitching. Really good pitching. But just nothing on this team just seems... They're not clicking, right? Like It's like a tripod. They got two legs on, but then one falls off. Uh, the offense, they were 16th over the last seven. Cal Riley had a home run today. He hit well this past week. Cal Riley hit a home run against the Orioles. He was named after Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, Julio Rodriguez slowly starting to heat up a little bit, but nothing crazy. Teoscar Hernandez with a couple of home runs this past week. Starting pitching is third on the year. Uh, Bryce Miller, Woo, Gilbert, they pitched well this week. George Kirby, he had an L, but he did pitch well. Uh, the bullpen, very good this year, but this past week, a 5.79 FIP. So the Mariners, they got the team, but they just can't seem to click. And speaking of teams that just can't click, we got the Padres at number 18. I was riding high on the Padres over the last couple of weeks. I was saying they're going to get hot. And I still believe they can get red hot. It's They ran into a buzzsaw of a Giants team this week. That Giants team, like no one can beat that team right now. They're so good. 
and the Padres, they they had a couple of late, you know, late games against the Giants. They had a couple of walk-off losses there, and they just couldn't come up with the win. Good on the Giants. You know, the Giants are just tough to beat right now. Uh, they lost both of their series this week to the Giants and the Nationals. But here's the thing about the Padres, everyone. Hear me out. This year, they ranked 12th in offense, 11th in starting pitching, and 10th in relief pitching. I mean, those are really solid numbers, but they're just not putting the wins across the board. You know, runners in scoring position has been a bit of a problem. Um, you know, they're just not getting a lot of luck. They're not having a lot of things fall their way. One thing about the Padres, though, I will say this. When it comes to... I, I haven't talked a lot about strength of schedule, but I, I, I wanted to look at it a little bit more this week. And what I did notice with the Padres is that they're fifth in strength of schedule. They've had the fifth hardest schedule this year so far. This week, their offense ranked fifth overall. They're starting pitching ranked fifth overall, but the bullpen was just cheeks. It was not good. 29th overall this past week for the bullpen. I don't know. I will say, though, listen, everyone is like sleeping on Juan Soto, and I keep seeing people, they got something to say about Juan Soto. Oh, Juan Soto's washed. Dude, Juan Soto is really coming alive right now. I mean, his numbers still don't look amazing. The batting average is, you know, in the 270s, but that on base is a 425. The slugging is still coming around a little bit, you know, to what it's been in the past, but it's still, you know, 502. That's solid. Um, But the on base looks great. Over the last 15 games... He's hitting 294 with a 441 on base and a 588 slugging. But look at what he's doing the last seven games. He's hitting 480, a 594 on base, a 920 slugging. His last 25 at bats, he has 12 hits, seven walks, three home runs. He's on another level, man. Like, he is nuts. His strikeout to walk ratio is like. it's incredible. It's 71 walks on the year and he has 71 strikeouts. That's insane. Like, I mean, obviously he's done this in the past. Like he, he tends to have more walks than strikeouts, but like he just keeps doing it every single year. It's incredible to watch. Um, Hey, I think Juan Soto, I think if the Padres heat up in the second half, honestly, listen to me, hear me out here. Hear me out. I think if the Padres get hot in the second half and Soto keeps hitting like this, I think the table is set for him to go get an MVP. If they get hot, because they they have the storyline there, the Padres can definitely get hot. I know everyone wants to hit on the Padres just like they do with the Mets, but the Padres, if they get hot and they go on a run to the postseason and Soto is playing like this all throughout... That right there is an MVP campaign because it's not just the stat line, but he'll have the storyline too, right? Juan Soto, look at the numbers, but he also carried the Padres back to the postseason. So he's got that storyline built in. I'm just saying, I know I'm a little, you know, head over heels for the Padres right now, despite them not playing very well. Um, I just think this team is close. I, I, I'm waiting for it. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm wrong a lot. You know, it's, I'm not saying I'm right all the time. I'm actually right 
actually not very much. Uh, but I feel good about this. Like, I think the Padres really can heat up. I don't know. Will they? I don't know. Matthew Villarreal, how you doing? Do you think Soto extension with Tatis would be a big poppy? And uh, Manny Ramirez, what would you think? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, when you got those two kind of bats in the lineup, I mean, good grief. Like, that's like, I think that could be better than Manny and Poppy. I, I, I think. I think it's crazy. I mean, Manny, Poppy, that's going to be hard to beat. But with those two at their age, holy cow. Like, yeah, you got the righty with Satis and you got the lefty with Soto. Like, <laughs> that'd be insane. If those, guys, if those guys end up sticking together for the long haul, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they will. I think Soto, I think Soto's a Met. I think he's going to be a New York Met. I know we all want to talk about the Mets, but I don't know. Uh, Matthew, you got another super chat coming in. What do you think is the problem with the Padres? So, yeah, um, I just think the Padres right now, like if I'm looking at just the numbers, like I said, they rank well in offense. They rank well in starting pitching. They rank well in bullpen. Now, one thing I will check, I will look at one thing, and this is actually something I want to point out. Here we go. Once that, once the super chat goes away, um, but right now, and you can even say, well, I don't know. I think with the Mets, uh, I think I think the Mets and the Padres is a little different. Anyway, but I'm looking at BABIP right now. I'm looking at batting average on balls in play. The Padres are 28th overall right now in BABIP. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you're just, everyone's having bad luck, like the Oakland A's, Brewers, you know, not good offenses, the Tigers, they have low BABIPs, but when I see a team with a ton of talent, like the Padres, and they're 28th in BABIP, that tells me they're not getting lucky, right? If I were to go look here at StatCast, so uh, when it comes to exit velocity... Let's see where the Padres are at. Uh, they're 15th overall. You know, not bad. It's not great. But remember, Soto got off to a bit of a slow start. You know, some of the other guys got off to slow starts. So could that start creeping back up a little bit? Now, if we were to take a look at barrels, barrel percentage, it's probably right around the same. Yeah, 16th overall. So, you know, I don't know, man. It's... I think they're getting there. I do. Because, again, they rank well. That's all I have to say, really. I think they just have to, again, they've also been playing tough teams. And they just had a hot team with the Giants this week. When I said this before. And we, we all know this. When you run into a hot team, I mean, I know the Braves ran into the Reds. But the Reds played them until the end, man. Um, and this Braves team is killer. All right, and the Reds, you know, no one thought the Reds were going to be much this year. And look at what they were doing against the Braves. Right? They took it to them. Um, but when you run into a hot team, it's, you know, it's hard to beat them. Right? A couple more Super Chats. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs, how you doing? Could we see my Braves finally number one? You're going to have to stay tuned until the end of the show, my friend. I don't know. Are they going to be number one? I said it I, in the beginning. I talked about it. It's in the title, but I have a question mark. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I guess you could call it clickbait, but I don't know. I have a question mark. So I don't know. 
they could be number two still. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Matthew Villarreal, how you doing? Is Bogarts hurt? Will he get going on offense? Bogarts got off to a really hot start. But I'm going to be honest with you. I thought coming into this year, I really wasn't – I was not very high on Bogarts, right? Bogarts, that bat has worked really well at Fenway Park over the last couple of years because I think that bat is, like, built for Fenway Park, right? And he was going to a more spacious park in San Diego. I don't know. I think t- teams have adjusted to him. His numbers are starting to come down now. I don't know, man. I think Bogarts, there were times where he would scrape that wall – in Boston and he would get away with some stuff that's not going to work here anymore so he's definitely going to have a lot of hits taken away but is he dealing with some kind of an injury right now like or is he like day to day with something I haven't seen anything unless I'm knowing me I probably missed it but the thing with Bogarts he like never seems to have like anything going on uh looking at Bogarts doesn't seem like he's hurt. I mean, he had a good game the other night. He went two for five, had a three-run homer. So, you know, his on-base is still good. It's 342, but that slugging is not. Slugging is not good. And, you know, it's funny. When you look at his slugging over the last few years, he goes from 493 in 2021, 456 last year, and now it's down to 391. I don't know, man. I don't know. But... That's pretty much what I have on the Padres right now. Again, I think it's just a team that they're still just trying to find their way. Matthew Villarreal, another super chat coming in. Man, you are supporting the channel tonight, my friend. Um, how do the Pog- how can the Padres snap out of it? I think, um, I think they just got to keep going out there and playing because they're they're doing things well. They've been hitting. Right, they just they we just looked at Bogarts a second ago. That three run home run came in a thirteen to three game. Uh, they've been pitching well. I mean, if I were to talk about a couple more guys here, if I were to talk about a few other guys in the offense, Tatis he's been hitting well. Hassan Kim has been hitting well. Grisham, Machado, they've been hitting well. When it comes to the starting pitching, Blake Snell, Musgrove, Lugo, Waka, they pitched well this past week. You know, Darvish. He didn't have, like, a great start on paper, but his FIP was lower than the ERA. So, you know, I don't know, man. I just, I'm still holding out hope that the Padres are going to get this figured out. That's just what I'm thinking here, you know? That's just what I'm thinking. Um, Coming up next, we got the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs, they move up here. I had them at 20 last week, and uh, they move up here. Three spots. They've been playing well. They're eight and two in their last ten. They split with the Cardinals in London, and then they swept the Pirates as well. Offense is eleventh overall. Talkman, man, remember Talkman, man. Uh, Ian Happ had a couple of home runs in London. Madrigal, Swanson, Jan Gomes. They've been hitting well. Man, offense. Listen, when this offense is on, it's a good offense. You got good bats in this lineup with the Cubs. Starting pitching, uh, Marcus Stroman, he did leave his start early today. Had a blister thing going on. Had a blister thing going on. Um, but he did pitch well in his last start against the Pirates. So Marcus Stroman, he's having himself a good year. A lot of Giants fans, they want Marcus Stroman in that rotation. Justin Steele, Drew Smiley, Kyle Hendricks, they've been pitching well. I love when Kyle Hendricks is pitching well. It's always nice to see. Bullpen stepped up in the last seven. 
ninth overall. Cubs are playing good baseball right now. There's really not much else to say. Uh, they move up here a few spots. I'm looking to see what they do here in the coming week. So, uh, Georgia Bulldogs is a legend. Thank you, Georgia Bulldogs. I appreciate you becoming a legend when it, uh, when signing up for the memberships. Always greatly appreciated. If anyone wants to join, hey, take a look at the options that I have down below. I got a few different ones, 99 cents. I think I have a $1.99 option, a $2.99 option. Uh, go look at the perks and see if you're interested. Uh, Brian Trujillo, or Brian Trujillo, sorry. $2 Super Jack. Giants close to top five. Thanks, Robbie, for the Giants vid. Hey, hey, man. That Giants video, I uh, I was curious to see how that video would do because I know the Giants fans out there, they're starting to wake up now. Oh, they've been waking up here in the last couple of weeks. But, hey, it's nice to see Giants fans enthusiastic in the comments on that video. So, but yeah, uh, hope springs eternal. Giants definitely need a starter. I agree. I think they need some starting pitching. Anyway, uh, but the Cubs, they're playing good baseball. They move up, they move up a few spots from last week up next up next we got my red Sox at 16 they drop a couple of spots can my red Sox get this back on track i don't know i don't know i mean they probably will but then they're gonna get cold again and then they're gonna hot they're gonna get hot again and then they're gonna get cold again i don't know i'm, I'm getting sick and tired of this up and down team can we just go on a run can we just one 10 game winning streak? That's all I'm asking for. It's like, it feels like they're going to do it. And they win like five straight, you know, four straight, six straight. And then they end up like dropping the next couple of series. And it's like, what is going on with this team? Like, I, I don't know. Over the last seven, the Red Sox offense, 21st overall. Tristan Casas, he's been hitting well. Verdugo has been hitting well. These guys are just awesome lately fantastic um Devers Turner Arroyo they had a home run this past week but the offense overall is just not clicking you got guys that are doing things but then other guys get cold guys get hot guys get cold I don't know um good starting pitching this past week Brian Bale he looked good James Paxton though he left early in his last start got something wrong with the knee oh, James Paxton come on my friend come on that body, I needed to just hold up. I needed to hold up, especially if the Red Sox aren't really in it come trade deadline time. I want to trade Paxton, get a couple prospects. Man, got to get something for him if you're not in it. But I need him to be healthy. Please be healthy. Um, Cutter Crawford, he pitched today. He was just whatever against the White Sox today. But uh, I guess the Twins, he did look pretty good. So, Yeah. You know, I thought, you know, with that twin series, I thought we were on our way to a sweep. And I'm thinking like, all right, we're red hot right now. We came off the sweep with the Yankees looking good against the twins. And then they just fall flat. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, it's uh, this team just drives me insane. Um, coming in at number 15, we got the twins, the team they split with this past week. Listen. I'm really liking the Twins starting pitching. I've been saying that all year when it comes to the Minnesota Twins. They were second overall this past week. Ober struck out eight guys today. Joe Ryan absolutely tore my Red Sox apart in his last start. Like, complete game shutout. Actually, the first Twins complete game in five years. Five years. 
Crazy. Uh, but Joe Ryan, this guy's awesome. And I got to watch, I got to watch firsthand that guy just completely wrecked my Red Sox. Um, Pablo Lopez, the ERA is a little higher right now, but the FIP is better. So Pablo Lopez, he's pitching better than you think. Royce Lewis, he came up recently. He came up clutch today for the Twins against the Tigers. Um, you know, overall, the Twins, they won two out of three against the Tigers. They split with my Red Sox. 15 just feels like exactly the spot for the Twins. Kind of just middle of the pack. Like, they're there. I mean, they're leading the division. You know, it's like, but they're just kind of in the middle. Like, I don't know. They're just in that bad division. Like, the Twins, I I want them to be like, I want them to be a top 10 team. And they just, they can't do it. I don't know. The starting pitching is great. Great starting pitching. Bullpen is kind of like, meh, and the offense is, meh, like it has potential and it could be a really good offense, but they just, I don't know, they just don't ever fully click. Anyway, staying in the central, staying in that part of the, uh, part of the, part of the country, let's go to the NL central and let's talk about the team that everyone's been talking about, the Cincinnati Reds. I moved them up from a few spots last week up to number 14. First time this year the Reds are in the top 15. I already can see the comments. I can see the comments already. Reds should be like a top 10 team or they should be higher, like number 12. I'm going 14. I put them at 17 last week. And uh, 14, you got to remember... A few weeks ago, I had the Reds at like what twenty four, and now they're up to fourteen. I think they're. What, what else is there to say about the Reds? They've been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they lost their series this week or this weekend to the Braves. Hard fought series. It was a good series, um, but this Reds team is hot. I mean, I know they just cooled off this weekend. Again, good Braves team, but this Reds team has been awesome. Uh, I've really enjoyed seeing what they're doing. Ellie De La Cruz is just killing it right now. I mean, this guy's fantastic. You know, I'm actually going to pull up some Ellie De La Cruz on the numbers. Let's go here. Let's go. Let's go to the Cincinnati Reds. Let's go to him sharing the screen. Here we go. Let's take a look. We're looking at Juan Soto. And now we're going to Ellie De La Cruz. One phenom to another phenom. This guy's having a really good year with the Reds so far. In a still a pretty small sample size. 69 ABs, hitting 333. The on base is 395. Three home runs, 10 RBIs, eight stolen bases. This guy's killing it, man. He's killing it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, but the Reds, the key for them, the key for them this during this run has been the offense because the starting pitching has had injuries. So the offense in the last seven, they're second overall. Second overall, Ellie De La Cruz, speaking of him, when when not to talk about Ellie De La Cruz? The guy's fantastic, but he hit for the cycle this past week. That that triple that he got, that the way that dude ran around the bases, holy cow. Just insane. The guy is he's I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it blows my mind, man. Um, but this past week, we were just looking. Actually, I should have went down a little bit. Let's take a look at his last seven games. Uh, over the last seven, hitting 433, 452 on base, 800 on the slugging. The guy's awesome. He's awesome. But uh, the offense as a whole, 
I'm actually going to pull up the offense here. Let's go to the team stats. And let's see how the other guys have been doing. Because, again, they're second overall over the last seven. So, let's go to Cincinnati. Here we go. So, uh, Jake Fraley, TJ Friedel, they've been hitting well. Over 300 on the batting averages. Joey Votto came back. This guy's been fun. He's always fun. I love Joey Votto. Uh, in five games this past week, hit 294 with a 400 on base and 824 slugging, three homers, seven RBIs. Joey Votto's awesome. What else is there to say? But these guys have been really hitting for them over the past week. And actually, am I missing anyone? I just want to make sure I'm not leaving anyone out. Um, Will Benson, over five games, he was doing really well. A slugging over 1,000. Uh, Spencer Steer, despite the low batting average and the on-base, he had over a 500 slugging. Um you know, they're getting a lot of guys, man, just stepping up. It's not just Ellie De La Cruz, Jake Fraley. I mean, how could I forget to mention this? He's hitting over 300, but he's got four home runs and nine RBIs in his last six games. The guy's incredible. But, uh, hey, I love what the Reds are doing. But with the Reds, pitching has been a problem. They've had injuries. They're 29th over the last seven. The Reds, they need some help with the starting pitching. Uh, the bullpen... Their fourth overall on the year. This past week, the, the bullpen picked up five wins. That bullpen has been working really hard, but usually that's not sustainable, right? You got to get some guys that can step up in the rotation and, and take some slack off of the bullpen, get some innings. That bullpen is working really hard right now. So, hey, the Reds, uh, you got to love what they're doing. They're just an incredibly fun team lately. Um, but yeah, you know, I think this could be low for some people. But remember, I'm kind of going like on all year, right? I, I know the last couple of weeks, you could say the Reds are like a top 10, top five team in the last couple of weeks, right? Obviously, with the way they've been playing, they're just, they can't lose. They just couldn't lose before going against the, uh, against the Braves. But I'm looking at the whole year. So they're 14, right? So here we go. You're, you're in the top 15 for the first time this year. This is your shot. If you want to really make it here, this this is when the Reds you had your you had your winning streak. You had your hot streak. Now you got some adversity, right? You lost two out of three to the Braves. Now let's I'm curious to see how the Reds are going to be moving forward here. This to me is a test for them. So right now I I have given them the top 15. They have earned the platform. Now they got to prove that they belong here. So let's see what they do. I'm excited. I'm excited. At number 13, we got the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Blue Jays, they move up a couple of spots. What did I have the Blue Jays last week? I had the Blue Jays at 15 last week. So they move up a couple of spots. They had a good week. They won both of their series against the A's and the Marlins. That Marlins team, they've been good. They've been good. The offense was okay. For the Blue Jays this past week, Chapman, Bichette, Springer, Espinal hitting well. Vlad had a couple of homers. Um, when it comes to the starting pitching, the FIP was lower than the ERA over the last seven. So that is a good sign. ERA doesn't look amazing with the starting pitching, but the FIP is better. So I think that's a good sign. Uh, Kikuchi, he pitched really well today. Give him credit. Give him credit. Um, bullpen. Was not amazing this past week. They did not perform very well this past week. 23rd overall on the week. 
Um, or no, sorry, 23rd overall on the year. I mean, Romano's great, but the rest of the bullpen hasn't been great. Uh, the Blue Jays, we... It's kind of weird with this team, right? They look like a top 10 team. And then there's times where they really fall off. And now they're starting to get their mojo back a little bit. So let's see what they do this coming week. You know, it's it's kind of a weird team to rank because you want to put them in the top 10. They got numbers that can prove they're a top 10 team, but then they they just can't really seem to stay consistent. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But they do move up a couple of spots from last week. Uh, another team that moves up a couple of spots this week. We got the Yankees coming in at number 12. Uh, just like the Blue Jays, they had a good week as well. The Yankees had a great week. They went up against the Rangers this past weekend. They won two out of three. They also won two out of three against the Mariners. Uh, Harrison Bader, clutch double for him today in the eighth inning. You know, this Yankees offense, I don't mean this in a good way. They are chugging right now. Like, they are, and I don't mean that in, like, a, a, a good way. They're, like, trying to get something going, right? They're trying to just get some offense without Judge. And now, with Judge, it looks like he has a torn ligament in his toe. So he looks like, it looks like he could miss a while. Also, I I got, I got, I got a rant here. I, I think I got a rant. I don't know what is going on here. Hold on a second. Let me pull up the guy's numbers. I gotta, I gotta get something off my chest. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? You know what? I'm going to pull up these numbers. Oh, you know what? You'll be able to see the name. Dang. Well, I can't. I was going to have you guess who, which player this is. Whatever. Um, Josh Donaldson, right? Here's the thing. I guarantee if Josh Donaldson goes to a different team, he will end up being better. This guy is washed on the Yankees. This is Aaron Hicks, right? This is Gary Sanchez. Donaldson does not have it with the Yankees. It's done. Kaput. And look at what he's been doing here. Over the last seven games, 22 ABs, he's hitting 0-9-1. An on base of 1-6-7. A slugging of 2-2-7. He has a home run. Donaldson is not doing anything. He's hitting 125 this year. I know he was out for a little bit. But last year he hit 222. I don't get it. He had 15 home runs, but like, okay. You know, there was actually, I think Aaron Boone even had something to say. What did Aaron Boone say? Oh my God. Like, look at this headline. Aaron Boone sticking with slumping Josh Donaldson. He's going to play a lot. Why? Why are you playing? Why? What are we doing? You can't, you don't have anyone else that could maybe do a little bit better than this. Listen, I honestly think Donaldson, I just don't think he's a good fit with the Yankees. I don't think he's a good fit with their coaching staff. I don't think he's a good fit in the organization. I'm sorry. I don't see it because every time I go on Twitter, uh, the most fun place on earth, I, I love me some Twitter. Let me tell you, but Yankee fans, they have an absolute gripe with Josh Donaldson playing. 
And again, I'm not going to put it on him. I just don't. Th I think the Yankees is the same thing with Hicks and Gary Sanchez. They have had success going other places, right? You've had guys have success when they go to the Yankees. It is not working with Donaldson. It's he's not it. Like I personally think the Yankees, they. Uh, I mean, I think you got to go with someone else here. You know, if we're looking at prospects, I mean. There's not really anyone that can really come up right now. Well, let me actually go here. Let me go to the Yankees. Let's take a look-see. We got over 400 people in the chat. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. But, uh, I mean, come on. Like, I understand, you know, you, I mean... He's listed on the bench right now. But, I mean, but Aaron Boone was saying he's going to be getting a lot of playing time. I mean, where is... Uh, there's Peraza. How's Peraza doing this year? Like, Peraza can't play third? Oh, he hasn't played. Oh, okay. Well, that could sit, that could be a reason. I'm thinking, like, dude. I mean, he was up for the with the Yankees for a little bit. In AAA this year, I mean, he was hitting... I mean, that's the thing with Peraza. Is he going to be like this quadruple-A guy? I mean, he only came up just last year. But, I don't know, man. I'd rather roll with him. I'd If, if I'm going to be giving some guys at-bats, I'm going to be... And if I'm getting the same kind of production anyway, I'm giving it to the kid. You know, Donaldson, I think he needs to go. I mean, the Yankees really can't do anything with him. Like, that contract, no one wants him. It's a matter of, like, if they DFA him, then, yeah, I think a team would pick him up. But, I don't know. That's just a rant that I have right now. I, I don't. The Yankees just keep doing it every single year. It's like they they are so stubborn when it comes to some of these players. It's insane, right? And what's the meaning of insanity? When you keep doing something over and over and over and, and you still get the same outcome, that's insanity, like the Yankees, they, I don't know, I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, the Yankees had a good week, um, but the offense was still not great this past week. 29th overall over the last seven, they needed to rely on the starting pitching, and they're going to have to keep relying on some starting pitching. They need Carlos Rodon to come back uh, rather snappy. Uh, good starts from Cole, Severino, Schmidt, Brito came back as well. Domingo Herman, send him to the sun. I don't know, the Yankees, I, I don't know, man. He's not doing anything for you. Bullpen is third overall on the year. The one thing I will give the Yankees, I will give the Yankees some credit. I'm giving them a, well, I wouldn't say I'm giving them a hard time. I'm giving them a hard time about Donaldson, but they've been inconsistent this year. However, they're still right there in the wild card mix. They're, you know, they're still in good shape. Uh, but the one thing with the Yankees this year is they have had the hardest schedule so far this year. They're number one in strength of schedule up to this point. So that is one thing to keep aware of with the Yankees. They played a lot of good teams this year. And, uh, you know, and even just this past week, yeah, the Mariners, they're, they're not quite there yet. Will they be? I don't know. But the Rangers have been good. They just won two out of three against the Rangers. They played good teams this week. The Mariners are a good team despite their record. Anyway, that's what I got about the Yankees. Coming in at number 11, finishing out this part of the power rankings, we got a team falling out of the top 10. They are the LA Angels. And in the title, man, oh man, 
what an embarrassing series. Like, I mean, it's crazy. I don't even want to say it's embarrassing. They were 23rd or, uh, they, what the heck was that? What am I saying right now? They're, they're, they scored 23 runs yesterday, Saturday against the rock. Is it, is it, it's 1145 still yesterday. So they scored 23 runs against, against the Rockies. Right. And then you end up losing the series. I don't like, what are you doing? I, 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 I guess the Rockies, the Rockies are one of the worst teams in baseball. That's nuts, man. You lose two out of three to the Rockies. They lost both their games to the Dodgers. The Dodgers are starting to heat up a little bit. So the Dodgers, they're starting to get themselves together now. Like they've had injuries and it seems like they're getting things back together. So I'll talk about them in a little bit, but the offense was really good overall when it comes to the rankings for the Angels, but that had a lot to do with what they did against the Rockies on Saturday. So they were third overall. Um, the Angels, just a down week. You know, pitching, they had a couple of good games, but overall, just a very up and down. It just wasn't a good week for the Angels. It was not. And it ended in just like a pretty sour way. You know, like just a, a momentum killer this week or this weekend. Um, you know, sure, you lose two to the Dodgers. You know, those are your uh, crosstown rivals. You would like to at least get a split, and then you lose two. And then you end up losing the first game to the Rockies, and you blow them out, and then you end the week on a loss. Like, I get it, you're on the road, but, man, I don't know. The Angels, they had a lot of momentum coming into this week, and they just ended up having a really down week, honestly. All righty, everyone. Let's go to the top ten. Let's go to the top ten. Usually, I do my sponsor here. Um, but we already went over the sponsor, but if you do want to go check out the sponsor, it is so rare MLB. The link is in the description down below. If you want to get started and draft your team, uh, don't forget if you do play so rare MLB new tournament starts tomorrow. And if you haven't started, just click the link. It's completely free to get started. So at number 10, here we go at number 10, sticking with this team in the number 10 spot. They got a little help today from the team that they were playing that we talked about earlier, the New York Mets. The Phillies stay at number 10. Uh, big comeback today. I already talked about it. Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner getting the hit by pitches with the bases loaded to tie the game and then to win the game eventually. They did lose two to the Braves, but they did win the series against the Mets, so I'll give them that. So, you know, kind of a up and down week for the Phillies, so I didn't really feel like I wanted to take them out of the, of the top 10, really, you know, because in the end, they had a, they had to come from behind win today. Even it is what it is. Uh, yeah, they won it the way they did. But at the end of the day, it just says a W on in the standings. So uh, but they've been playing good baseball lately. We talked about this last week. They've won 10 out of 15. The offense only 27th this week. Right. So the offense has been a little sluggish. Brandon Marsh, Castellanos, they've been hitting well, but everyone else has been a little eh. Um, Trey Turner, though, he has been hitting decently lately. Uh, him and Alec Bohm, they both had good games today. You know, Trey Turner, he did have to get hit by a pitch to drive and run. But hey, whatever Trey Turner can do, I think Philly fans will be all for it because he got off to that really slow start after the World Baseball Classic. And then uh, he's been picking it up lately, though. Picking it up lately. So overall on the week, 10th in starting pitching, 4th in relief pitching, the Phillies are, you know, they're, they didn't really change all that much from last week. You know, they kind of just had an up and down week. Um, 
you know, so I'm sticking with them at number 10. Number 10. At number 9, I believe they were number 9 last week. Let me double check. Number 9. Yes, number 9 last week. Got the Houston Astros. Uh, what ended up happening tonight, actually? I've been... I've been getting ready, and I lost track of the game. I think the Astros had the lead, so they ended up winning. They ended up winning tonight. Oh wow! This went to extra innings. Wow! They had a four-one lead the last time I had checked. Wow! The Dodgers came back there. Oh, hey, good for the Astros pulling it out. Jeremy Pena, Jose Abreu homering. Hey, good for Jose Abreu, but the Astros salvaging the series. You know, the Astros, this is like, a, if you want to talk like a, a World Series hangover, this feels like that kind of a year. Like, definitely a hangover year, man. Their offense has been sluggish this year. You've had injuries. Jordan Alvarez right now, Altuve is dealing with something with his foot right now, and he missed time in the beginning of the year. You know, we've had guys like day-to-day here and there. Lance McCullers Jr. is not going to be coming back this year. Um, the Astros, yeah, they're not playing great, but their starting pitching ranks still very well. They've had good starting pitching this year. And actually, with the, speaking of ranking well, the offense has been pretty good with the Astros lately. Despite not playing all that well when it, you know getting the wins, they are eighth overall in offense over the last seven. Alex Bregman, Diaz, they've been on fire lately. Uh, Jules Dubon, they've been hitting well. The, 20, uh, the starting pitching, though, is only 23rd, right? They rank really well on the year. Uh, they're a top 10 starting pitching staff. But lately, slumping a little bit. Uh, France, he got the win against the Dodgers. Um, you know, Brown, he's been pitching. Well, actually, no, France did not get the win. Sorry, I take that back. Um, but Brown, he pitched really well tonight, right? I believe he was pitching well. Well, actually, no, the Dodgers came back. So let's actually go to the box score. He was pitching great. He had only given up a run. Did they get to him or did they get to the bullpen? Uh, it looks like they probably got to the bullpen. Uh, let's see. Oh, Brown pitched well. He went six innings, three hits, one earn, seven Ks. They got to Montero. Oh, he blew the save. Oh, oh yeah, I know. He gave up the three in the eighth. Why are they saying a blown save? Well, I guess because he was in. Whatever. Um, yeah, Montero is not having a great year out of that bullpen. That's, man, man, I really liked him last year. He's not having a good year. ERA up near an eight now. So Montero, he's got to get it together. Um, <laughs> Kevin NGO, Montero has been gutter trash for the Astros. That's crazy because he was really good last year and he was good in the bullpen in the postseason. But anyway, overall, the bullpen is ninth on the year. So despite Montero not having an amazing year, that back end of the bullpen has been pretty good. So, But for the Astros... They kind of got helped out by some teams falling out of the top 10. Some teams leapfrogged them. I'm okay with them at number nine. I'm going to give them another week. They're definitely uh, the Astros and the Phillies, you know, the two World Series teams here. They're definitely in danger of dropping out of the top 10. So, yeah. Let's see what ends up happening with the Astros. At number eight, we got the Marlins, the oh so fun. Miami Marlins, 
Man, oh, man. Luis Arise is the story of the Marlins, one of the biggest stories this year. This guy's fantastic, hitting 399. The hits keep on coming. But, hey, it's not just about Luis Arise. It's about Uri Perez. This guy has been fantastic. Nine strikeouts today, a scoreless streak of 21 innings. Uri Perez is awesome. That dude is an alien. That How tall is that guy? He's, like, what, like eight feet tall? Dude's insane. Really good, man. Uh, but the Marlins, they won three out of four this past week. They did lose their series to the Blue Jays. So I'm already seeing the Blue Jays fans now. How do you have the Blue Jays? At, what, what did I have, about 13? And you have the Marlins at eight. We beat the Marlins. Well, it doesn't work that way. But the Marlins, hey, they've been playing good baseball. You know, up and down week, they did the job against the Pirates. They ran into a Blue Jays team. That, that Blue Jays team is always going to be hard to play. You know, despite, you know, if, even if they're slumping, it's just, you got so many bats in that lineup of the Blue Jays. But for the Marlins, they've been pitching great this year. The offense needs another bat. Please get that offensive bat. That's all I'm asking. All I want for the Marlins is just to get a bat. I said this last week, Paul Goldschmidt would be amazing for the Miami Marlins. Would be amazing. Um, but for the Marlins, I, I'm holding strong. I think I had them at number eight. La- did I have them at number eight last week? I did. I had them at number eight. So they stay at number eight. Up next, back into the top 10 they go. Back into the top 10, we got the LA Dodgers. The Dodgers, they're back to their winning ways. Even though they didn't win tonight, they won the series. Um, they won both against the Angels this past week. They're starting to play a little bit better. Uh, the offense and the starting pitching lately don't rank all that well, but they're getting some guys stepping up for them. Will Smith, Hayward, they've been hitting well. Clayton Kershaw, he pitched well against the Angels, seven innings earning the win. Emmett Sheehan, six no-hit innings in his debut, and then six innings, two earned runs against the Astros. They need, they need something. Like They've been needing guys in this rotation anywhere they could get it. And if we go pull up here, the Dodgers, let's take a look here. They've had so many injuries lately, man. But luckily in the offense, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are absolutely fantastic. Like I said, Will Smith, he's been stepping up lately. Uh, J.D. Martinez, you know, he's slumping lately, but he's been good this year. Um, But if we're taking a look at the rotation, like I said, Kershaw, he was good this past week. But Sheehan, man, really stepping up. Gonsolin came back recently. They're starting to get it together in the rotation. Um, you know, they just need these guys, man. I mean, if we're looking here, I mean, look at all these guys. You know, you're going to get Urias back at some point. He had a bit of a setback in his rehab. Pepio. And what's going on with Pepio, man? He's had a strained oblique since the beginning of the year. Where is he? Still experiencing soreness as of a month ago. What is going Man, Pepio. That would have been nice to have him. Uh, I mean, is there any news on Dustin May? I mean, I would imagine he's probably not coming back for at least until the end of the season. Still weeks away from being cleared to pick up a baseball. I don't think we're going to be seeing Dustin May for a long time. Um yeah, Urias, I would think, is going to be coming back eventually. Walker Bueller could come back at the end of the year. Um, so, he, oh, actually, Urias made a rehab start today. So, that's a good sign. He wasn't having an amazing year. But let's see if he can come back and be a little more effective. But the Dodgers, at this point, they just need bodies in that rotation. So, 
The bullpen, I will say about the bullpen, fourth overall over the last seven. So the Dodgers, they're getting it back together. Here's the thing with the Dodgers is they they rank well on the year when it comes to offense, pitching. You know, I think this Dodgers team is good. I just think they're running into some issues right now with health. So let's move on. Coming in at number six, at number six, listen, gotta, I mean, you know, I love this team, but I am dropping them one spot from last week. And it's not really because of them. I'll get to the other team here in a little bit. Brian, how you doing, my friend? Patrick Bailey, Luis Matos, our future giant stars. They have been fantastic. They have been fantastic. Um, But at number six, listen, I know I'm going to rub some feathers with with this one. I got to rub some feathers when I do the power rankings. I got to, you know, is that the right way to say it? Rub feathers? No, that's not how you say it. Ruffle feathers? Yeah, ruffle. No, is that the way to say it? I don't know what the heck I'm saying. Up next, at number six, I got the Diamondbacks. Um, Listen, they lost two out of three to the Giants. Head-to-head matchup. Two out of three, you lose. They did win the finale, but they did win two out of three against the Brewers, and they won their makeup game against the Nationals. But they lost two out of three to the Giants, who I have at number five. Just to give you you an idea of what I'm thinking about, just give you a bit of a head start on number five. Um, Let's talk about the Diamondbacks. Ninth overall in offense, ninth in starting pitching in the last seven. But the bullpen, that bullpen needs something, man. They're 18th overall on the year. They need something in that bullpen. They need to go out there, trade deadline. They need to go get themselves a decent reliever. Go get yourself a Roldis Chapman. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, Cattell Marte, three home runs this week. Christian Walker's been hot. Those two bats are good right now. Alec Thomas, Perdomo, they've been hitting well. Uh, good pitching from Gallon lately. Henry, Kelly, they've been decent. But in the end, they lost two out of three to the Giants. If I put the Giants at number six and I put the Diamondbacks at number five, I wouldn't hear the end of it. I- I'm sorry. Hey, I'm just saying they lost two out of three. So Diamondbacks, don't don't get mad at me. You lost two out of three to the Giants. I mean, I can't put the Giants behind them after they just lost their series now they were like further apart in the standings right they're that close together so when you're that close together and whatever team wins the series you've got to put that other team ahead i'm just saying uh but the giants they stay hot they won two out of three against the diamondbacks and they also won three out of four against the padres so it's not just the diamondbacks series they won three out of four against the padres getting a couple of walk-off wins in that series They've been playing great baseball. Mike Yastrzemski, he's been hot lately. Patrick Bailey's been hitting well. Luis Matos, first career home run. Was that today? I think that was today. Or was that yesterday? I can't remember. But Luis Matos hit his first home run this past week. Uh, Blake Sable, he's been hitting great. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Is this Sable? No, I got to look this up now. I got to look it up. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Hold on. It's not Sable. Is it Sabal? It's Sabal, isn't it? How do we say it? Sable. Oh, okay. So I was close on the first one. I still didn't get it right. I was saying Sable. Is it Sable? 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 
Um, so I'm saying, right, I, I'm looking at the pronunciation and they have, let me show you the pronunciation here. It says Sable. I mean, me, if I, when I'm like Ron Burgundy, if I see a question mark on the teleprompter, I'm going to read it exactly how I, I see it. I'm seeing Sable. So just Sable, Sable, Sable. That's bull. So it should say bull, B-U-L-L, not bull, Sable. Cool. I said that right. Anyway, back to the show. Um, where are we? Here we go. Uh, but yeah, he's been hitting well. The bullpen is six overall on the year. I just did a video on the San Francisco Giants. So if you want to look more, uh, if you want a deeper look into the numbers, I went all into the numbers in that video. So go take a look. However, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. Giants fans, you need starting pitching. Why? Well, not just to help out your starting pitching. That bullpen's getting taxed, right? They led in innings this past week. I think they actually lead in innings over the last couple of weeks when it, they're bullpen, right? They're throwing a lot of innings right now. I know you got some guys in there that they can throw a lot of innings like Sean Mania, Um, but they need some help here. I think they need something in that rotation here. They're kind of like the Dodgers in a way, right? Where they've been dealing with these injuries. You know, they're missing Cobb right now. Missing Cobb. Um, I mean, he. I mean, he's going to be out for a bit. He's got the oblique. So, what's going on with Kyle Harrison? Is there? I mean, am I missing something with him? I mean, like, what's going on here? So let's see, Kyle Harrison. Any news? Is there anything? I'm not seeing anything here on RotoWire. RotoWire. Kyle Harrison, let's see. Is there any news on him? I'm, not, I'm seeing nothing. I mean, I'm seeing some articles saying that uh, about which Giants prospects need to come up. So that's obvious. He was scratched from his last start in AAA, but that was five days ago. So you would think that that was when he was going to get called up. So, I don't know. There's an article here. Are the San Francisco Giants manipulating Kyle Harrison's service time? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I think that's kind of weird because he's having a good year. I'm looking at the numbers. Super chat coming in. Oscar, how you doing? Cobb is rehabbing. Yes, Stropling, uh, Stro- I can't talk. It's almost my bedtime, if you haven't noticed. Stripling is back, but he sucks. Oh, is Stripling back? Oh, he is back. I, I just saw him on the IL the other day. Now he's not here anymore. So, that's hilarious. So, like, they have, like, let me show you. So, you have three guys in the rotation, and then you just have Stripling in long relief. So... I'm guessing he's just an opener at this point. I mean, you got a lot of guys here in this bullpen. So, you got some good guys in this bullpen. But they they need... I mean, Stripling is not really a guy at this point that you can count on. But I'm seeing you. AGG. Yeah, Harrison's going to be up soon. But yeah, I was seeing this article with Kyle Harrison saying that they're maybe manipulating his service time. Because he's having a good year down in triple a well actually hold on a second wait i take that back 
I mean, when you look at his numbers, I thought I saw better numbers at one point. His walks are way up. Seven walks per nine? I mean, Giants fans, I don't know. Am I missing something? That's pretty, uh, that, that's no bueno. Seven walks per nine? 4.53 ERA, the 5.58 FIP. I don't know. Has he been better lately? Does it show his game log in the minors? I mean, oh, come on. I mean, look at his last start, everyone. On a few days ago. He gave up three home runs and seven earned runs. I don't know, man. I think I'm taking it. I'm taking it back now. Well, before that, he was looking good. Five innings there, four and a third. You want him to go deeper into games. I mean, he's got three walks, three walks. I mean, he looked good on the 15th. Uh, He had eight strikeouts over five. You know, I don't know. But when I'm seeing the seven runs and three home runs, well, that's not good. I wouldn't want him up right now. So that's just me. Anyway, but the Giants, they're, they're holding it together right now. And yeah, I got the Giants ahead of the Diamondbacks. But when you look at the numbers, the Giants, they rank pretty well in some of the numbers. You know, the, the Diamondbacks do rank well in other numbers, right? They're, it's kind of like, you know, tomato, tomato, all right? Like, they're, they are both good teams in their own ways, right? Uh, Georgia Bulldogs, how you doing? Ronnie, four-time All-Star, 2023 NL MVP. I'm just saying, man, that guy's good. I mean, he, dude, he was my, he was my, I say this, I think I've said this like a hundred times in the last like two weeks. He was my MVP pick two years ago. I will forever be sad that he tore his ACL two years ago. Cause that dude was on a pace that was like going to be nasty. He was going to be like an eight to nine win player that year. And he tore his ACL and then all my hopes and dreams just went up in the air, but I'm glad he's doing it this year. I'm glad he's doing it this year. Um, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Uh, but the Giants, good bullpen. They're working hard. They need starting pitching. They got guys stepping up in the offense. It's a good team right now. And there's good vibes with this Giants team. That's what I like about it. So here we go. We got another super chat coming in. Got another super chat coming in. Ryan, how you doing? Harrison might be a secret weapon in the postseason if they make it that far. Like David Price. Ooh. Oh, don't bring up that. Don't bring that up. Come on. Ryan, no, that's a bad memory. I don't need that memory because that was the ALCS where the Red Sox lost seven games. Here comes David Price out of the bullpen. The Red Sox had some momentum. Looked like maybe they could have won game seven. Here comes David Price. Number one pick out of Vanderbilt. Just ruining all my hopes and dreams. I don't need that. Come on. I'm just kidding, Ryan. Uh, But yeah, no, Kyle Harrison. If he, I mean, he gets a lot of strikeouts. He's just got to get the walks down, man. Like, and not give up three home runs and seven runs in a game. Um, but let's move on. Thank you, Ryan, for the super chat. Everyone, thank you for the super chats tonight. You, you know, I greatly appreciate that. I will be honest with you. I actually thought about putting the Giants at number five, but, but this team has been here all year, so I'm going to give them the credit. I'm keeping the Orioles at number four. I just, listen, is it AL East bias? Maybe. 
But the Orioles are good. We all know they've been good. Uh, this past week, they split with the Rays. They won two out of three against the Mariners. Santander, he's been hitting well lately. Four home runs in his last seven games. The starting pitching still needs something. 27th overall this past week. But they got the best bullpen in the game. The Orioles' bullpen is nails. They've been awesome, man. I, what else is there to say? This Orioles team has been great all year. So many of these guys stepping up for them in the offense. I think... Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, they got absolutely snubbed in the all-star voting. They should have been finalists over Kevin Kiermeyer. I mean, give me a break. How the heck was Austin Hayes? Austin Hayes, I really hope he gets onto that team. I really do. Because he's having a good year, and I don't think people realize how good he's been. Um, Cedric Mullins has been really good. I mean, come on. How do you pick Kevin Kiermeyer? Blue Jays fans, I don't know, man. Um, but the Orioles, they continue to just be a solid team overall. I do wonder how far they'll go because they need, they need some improvements in that starting rotation. The bullpen's great, but they need pitching in that rotation. Anyway, coming in at number three, sticking with the Rangers at number three. You know, I'm going to be honest with all of you. I have really wanted to put the Rangers at number one. I've really wanted to put the Rangers at number one. Um, I love this Rangers team, but they just never quite get there for me. And this past week, you know, they lost two out of three to the Yankees. That would have been a really good series for them to win. And they just, uh, I get it. You're going to Yankee Stadium. It's never easy. It's nice to see Nathan Evaldi back in Yankee Stadium. I always love Nathan Evaldi. Uh, but in the end, not a winning series for the uh, for the Rangers this past weekend. They did win two out of three against the White Sox, so give them that. Overall, in the last seven games, they're seventh in offense. Adolis Garcia, uh, Duran, Heim, Seager, they've all been hitting well. So the offense keeps looking good. Starting pitching, though, 25th overall over the last seven games. So the starting pitching needs to improve. Bullpen, they've been getting better. That bullpen is looking decent. They're now 14th overall on the year. Remember, that bullpen was in the bottom 10 at one point, and now they're 14th overall. So I, I like this Rangers team. I really hope they make some improvements at the deadline. I really do. I would love for them to go get someone like a Scott Barlow or Chapman from the Royals. I think that would be fantastic if they could move, make a move like that. You know, I think they should go get another starting picture if they can. I think it's going to be hard to come across starting pitching at the trade deadline this year. But I'm really excited to see what the Rangers do with the deadline. They just keep winning, you know. Like, yeah, not a great, you know, weekend for them. But, hey, you know what? You're not going to win every single series out there. Conman752, I knew you would be here, my friend. The middle relief for the O's bullpen is horrible. Look at game one versus the M's on Friday for proof. Also, just... Yes, so sorry. I completely forgot about it. I was getting ready for the stream earlier, and I got that notification from Jeff Passan. Yes, thank you, Conman. I completely uh, slipped on that one. Jordan Westberg getting called up, one of their top prospects. It's always nice to see when these teams... You especially these teams that have all these prospects, right? And then you, they start getting the call. And it's like the Orioles have so many of these guys that have now graduated to the major league level. You got to love it. Um, to try and counter Cruz's energy as the Reds come to town this week. Ooh, what a fun series that's going to be. Ah, oh, love that, man. Love that. 
Let's go take a look. Let's take a look at the pitching matchups. Well, luckily for the Orioles, I think they have a bit of an advantage going in because the red starting pitching is running on some fumes right now. And now, well, the Orioles, not amazing starting pitching either. So it's going to be interesting. But, you know, you got Williamson against Irvin. You got Wells against Abbott. Gibson against Weaver. A low-key little veteran matchup right there. Kyle Gibson, Luke Weaver. Um, but yeah, you know, the Orioles, I mean, if we're looking at middle relief, I mean, yeah, when I'm looking at guys like Baker, Bauman, Perez, Aiken, they're not ranking particularly well. You know, uh, Columbia, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They're not ranking great over the last couple of weeks. Columbia and Baker, they rank well on the year. They're in the top 100. But Bauman, he's just outside of it. Perez, he's in the 200s. Batista and Cano are really good at the back end. I think they do need something in middle relief. So, you know, I think they need a starting pitcher. I don't think they really need to add anything with the offense, honestly. They got Aaron Hicks. That guy's basically Barry Bonds. But, yeah, starting pitcher, you know. could I mean, the thing is, it's like they have the guys that can give them the innings. So I guess you don't necessarily need to add a starting pitcher, and you still got Grayson Rodriguez down there. How's he been doing? I want to see how he's been doing lately. Um, So it's been almost a month now since he went back down. So let's actually see his game log. Um, I mean, he's been f- fine. I mean, he had back-to-back double-digit strikeout games. Last time out, he went four and a third. He was fine. And a few walks. So it looks like he's still just working on some things, but the numbers are still looking really good for him. So I think he'll be back up eventually. But you know, how about, how's, how's D.L. Hall doing? Like, I haven't heard of him. Um, What's he doing? His FIP was good. Well, I, never mind. One game. I take that back. Uh, What's he been doing? He's been throwing just a few innings at a time. He's been all right. You know, so could we see him at some point? Georgia Bulldog, how you doing? Ready for Minnesota to come to Da? That'll be a fun series. Braves and the Twins. World Series preview. Hmm. Good starting pitching. Man. Twins and the Braves got it. Got that classic feel to it. I like that. Anyway, comment seven five two. Thank you so much, my friend. You know I love you, my friend. Thank you for stopping by. Um, here we go. Moving on. But yeah, like I said, the Rangers. Hey, they're fun this year. Really liking them. Uh, let's see what they do at the deadline. Here we go, everyone. We have reached. We have reached number one and number two. I had a hard time with this, everyone. I had a hard time with this. Had a hard time. Because there's so many arguments for either the Braves or the Rays. There's so many. The Rays have been that team all year, right? Well, not as good. They're good, but not as good over the last, you know, two, three weeks. The Braves have just gotten completely hot over the last couple of weeks. They looked really good going into last week's power rankings, and they looked good yet again. Listen, 
you know, I kind of just went with a feel thing here. There weren't really like, you know, you had numbers backing up either or, right? You had offensive numbers where they both look good. Pitching numbers look good in some ways for the Rays and some ways for the Braves. It was really close. Really, really close. I'm going to be honest. I'm even still thinking about it. I know you guys. The tension is high right now. The tension is high. But for the first time this year, I'm putting the Rays at number two. Um, The Rays, listen, this is like almost a tie. It is that close. It's like stupid close right now. It's almost like 1A and 1B. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, in the... Ugh, like, I don't want to call it a tie because no one likes a tie, right? But it really feels like that. It really feels like there's... These are two just really good teams. And I'm going with... I'm going with the hot hand right now. And I hope that's fair. You know, I don't I don't like to upset people with these, but you know, I, well, actually, I do like to upset some people sometimes because I find it fun. I think it's hilarious when people get upset. But I'm kind of going with the hot hand at the moment, and the Braves for me right now are just looking really good. The Rays are still looking really good, but I just like the Braves a little bit more, and they just took it to a hot Reds team that came into town and they just wanted to Beat the crap out of the Braves. They had a target on their back. And they took it to the Reds, man. That Reds team came in on fire. And the Braves said, all right, we're going to give you our best shot. And they took it right back to the Reds. Oh, there is Sound FX 9 Braves at number one. Yes, humiliated the Phillies and beat the Reds on a thrilling road trip. Now, for a six-game homestand with the Twins and the Marlins. That's going to be fun. The Marlins is going to be really fun. Worried about the starting rotation. Yeah. Soroka returns soon. I'm, You know, sound effects, man. I'm so happy that you just said that about the starting rotation. Because last week, I think it was last week's power rankings, I said something about the Braves starting pitching and how they needed some starting pitching. I had some dude coming into my comments last week saying, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This guy knows nothing, blah, 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 blah. The Braves don't need starting pitching. I'm like, uh, hello. Like, they, they're running on, like, not complete fumes, but they've been having some injuries, and the starting pitching has not been ranking well. Um, but let me talk about the Rays. Sound effects, I'm glad that you're stoked with your Braves. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see that you're excited going into this next week. I know you've been wanting that number one spot. I think about you every single time I've been putting him at two or three. I'm like, oh, man, what is sound FX going to say, man? I'm always wondering. But when I put him here at number one, I'm like, all right, he's going to be a jolly fella, man. He's going to be a jolly fella. Uh, chosen 186. He's been a member now for 10 months. He says, my Braves are number one. Georgia Bulldogs, finally number one. That sounds amazing. Um, But let's talk about the Rays. Let's talk about the Rays. Uh, They split with the Orioles and the Royals this week. That was kind of another reason, right? When the Braves are playing that good, you know, when they beat the Phillies and the Mets, division rivals, let's also say that, um, 
as well as the Reds lately, right? It's, you know, hey, and the Rays are splitting with the Royals. I mean, come on. Like, it's like, I feel like if I didn't put the Braves at number one, it would seem a little silly, right? The only reason I thought about putting the Braves at two was because the Rays have kind of been there all year. And I was going to give the Rays one more week to try and keep that number one spot. But I'm like, you know what? The Braves have been playing so good. And I feel like if I didn't give them the number one spot, it just wouldn't, I don't know. It would feel like it wouldn't be right. You know, this feels right to me right now, right now. We could have a completely different week this coming week. Just saying. So who knows? The Rays can end up winning like the next five in a row. The Braves can end up getting swept back-to-back series, and we're right back to the Rays at number one and the Braves at number two, and then I look like a complete moron going into the next Sunday. Um, but for the Rays, their offense has been good. Big week for Randy Rosarena, hitting 458, 536 on base, 625 slugging over the last seven. Uh, Paredes, Siri, Bruhan, they've been hitting well for the Rays, but the starting pitching has not been amazing. 26 overall over the last seven. Taj Bradley's been pitching well. Uh, Tyler Glasnow had 12 strikeouts against the Royals, but he got rocked in the start prior to that. Zach Eflin, he's been okay. McClanahan, he's day-to-day with a back issue at the moment. The bullpen, 16th overall in the last seven, but 27th on the year. So the Rays... Yeah, that offense is really good. I like the starting pitching. They just didn't perform all that well this past week. And the bullpen worries me with the Rays. They need to make an upgrade with that bullpen. Um, Now for the Braves. Let's just get to them. The number one team for the first time this year, the Braves at number one. Uh, Red hot, 9-1 in their last 10. uh, Just beating the Cincinnati Reds this past weekend. Beating the Phillies earlier on. First in offense over the last month. The Braves have the best offense in the last 30 days. Even better than the Rangers in that offense, too. Uh, I mean, let's just go take a look here at what some of these guys are doing. Like, it's pretty crazy what these guys were doing this past week. I mean, look at some of these numbers here. Let me pull this up. Here we go. All righty. Let's go to the Atlanta Braves over the last seven. As you can see, number one in the last week, the Reds were number two. But like I said, over the last month, the Braves have the best offense. Eddie Rosario, this guy has been absolutely insane. Looks like that eye surgery worked out for him. Matt Olson, hey, milestone for Matt Olson, 200 career home runs. Gotta love that. Travis Darno had a big game the other night, four hits. Michael Harris II's been heating up. Ozzie Albee's been heating up. Ron Acuna Jr., he's been hot for just years. Austin Riley, awesome. Marcelo Zuna's been hot. This offense has been nuts. So good lately with this Braves offense. Um, But like I said with the Braves, they really need some help with the starting pitching. 24th in starting pitching over the last seven. Elder Morton Strider, they've been pitching good enough but they really need something here i mean if we're looking here i mean they got a full rotation at the moment but when you're looking in strider and elder they rank well all year but you know aj smith jared schuster you know they're fine 
but I think they need something here. Charlie Moore, and he's been good. Let's not forget about him. Uh, but Max Freed, I don't know if there's any news on him lately. Kyle Wright, I feel like I heard something about him coming back soon. Let's take a look. Kyle Wright. Uh, so over 10 days ago, he started a throwing program. So, I mean, I don't know, man. When he's got something with a shoulder, he might not be back for a little bit. Uh, and then Max Freed. He's, uh, he was cleared 10 days ago to throw short-distance bullpen sessions. So, you know, still a ways to go before those two come back. You know? I don't know, man. Just saying. I think they need something here. I love Strider. Elder's been great. But I think they, I think they should make an upgrade at the deadline, personally. I think they should go after a pitcher. I don't think they should blow their you know, get rid of whatever prospects, top prospects that they have left. I think they maybe go get someone that can give you some innings. Because here's the thing. Yeah, sure. Kyle Wright could come back. Max Freed will come back. But what happens if they go down again? What happens if they go down again? Well, then you're really screwed. So I think for the Braves, they should add some insurance at the deadline and go get a starter. And that guy is probably watching again. He's leaving all the, the, the comments on my video last week. So this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Whatever. If you're, if you're watching, I don't care what you think. They need a starting pitcher. Go get a starting pitcher. Um, Maverick Sports, $2 Super Chat. Matt Olson tied with Shohei at 25 homers. You know, that's something I always forget to do. I always forget to check. Just like leaderboards with certain stats. You know? So let me actually go look here. Because I'm always looking at, like you know, because I look at the whole picture now when it comes to a player. But I remember when I was a kid, I was always like, all right, all right, who's leading the home run race? Sammy Sosa? You got Mark McGuire? Ken Griffey Jr.? I was always looking to see who was leading in the home runs. But now you got Otani, Olsen, tied for the lead with 25 homers. I mean, these guys are both on pace to hit 50 homers. Dude, Otani's on pace to hit 50 homers. That's nuts. Alonzo at 24. Robert. I guess the newest Boston Red Sox, Luis Robert, because every single Red Sox fan on Twitter thinks that the Red Sox are going to make a trade for Luis Robert. Who, I don't know who the heck that guy was. He put a, I don't know, this guy works for like a paper or something, or like a, like a company. I don't know what company he even works for, but he gets paid. And he was saying here that the, that the White Sox should trade Luis Robert to the Red Sox. It's like, what the heck are you talking about? Goodness. Um, anyway, so where was I? The Braves. So final reasons why I think the Braves should be the number one team, at least right now. Uh, here are my arguments. They're first in offense over the last month, while the Rays are eighth over the last month. The Rays have the better starting pitching over the last 30 days. They're 11th overall. The Braves are 29th. So that is that was a pretty big difference, but the Braves' bullpen is fourth overall on the year, and the Rays is 27th. That's a big difference as well. And over the last 30 days... The Braves, their bullpen, has a better FIP of 3.62 compared to the Rays' 3.74. They have a better XFIP of 3.94 compared to the Rays' 4.10. And the Braves' bullpen has a better strikeout-to-walk ratio. So, 
I look at those numbers like I, when I'm looking at bullpen stuff, I'm looking at strikeouts, I'm looking at walks, and I'm looking at FIP. FIP for me is a big one when it comes to the bullpen. Um, you know, and I like XFIP too. It's more of a, like a projection kind of a number, but I like the Braves. I just I love the way they've just been blowing teams out. Their offense is through the roof right now. Everyone's hitting in that lineup. It's a scary lineup right now. And the, the Rays lineup was like that at one point. But now the Rays, their offense is still good. But the Braves are just frightening at the moment. So that's what I'm thinking here. I got the Braves at number one and the Rays at number two. First time this year. Maybe a shocker to some people. But I decided to pull the trigger and make the change. And that's what I'm thinking here, everyone. Everyone, I want to thank you for coming out. Uh, I appreciate you all coming out. It's always a pleasure uh, for you to join me and my potato brain for the power rankings every Sunday night. Uh, Hey, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. It's after midnight. I got to go to bed. You got to go to bed. What are you doing? You got to work in the morning. I don't because I'm on summer vacation. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Everyone, um, if you can... On the way out, hit that like button for me. Uh, it really goes a long way. I know it's every YouTuber likes to say it, but it, it really does help if you can. Uh, subscribe if you are new. We've been getting a lot of new uh, subscribers lately, a lot of traffic on the channel lately. So if you are new, think about subscribing. We're talking baseball here all the time. Hit the bell notification. That way I know I go live every single time. Share the stream if you can. Everyone. I'm out of here. I'm exhausted. My brain hurts. Everything just always hurts. I'm broken. What can I say? Have yourself a great night, everyone. And I'll talk to you next time. for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube